0: Second and victory.
1: Up, Titans fans, welcome back into another episode of the second in victory podcast. Damn, it feels good to be back. Uh, my name is Austin Nelson. Uh, we are brought to you by broadwaysportsmedia.com. Uh, Broadway Sports Media is the best place to get your latest Titans news and coverage. Uh, make sure you go check that out, um, broadwaysportsmedia.com. Um, as always, I am joined by my two co-hosts, Brett Bachelor, Chris Carter. What's up, guys? Good to see you. What's, going What's on? up, Good
0: to see What's you, man.
1: It's been a minute. It Move has. Off. Way too now, long. Listen, for those listening, we have taken a, a hiatus. Um, we have been busy with life, work, kids. You know, we, we can't devote as much time to this as other uh, Titans podcasts, but when we do, when we're here, we bring the heat, we bring the truth, we bring the facts. And that's what we're gonna do tonight for you guys, and talk to you about kind of what's been going on and latest in the Titans world, and kind of bring you our perspective on it. Um, so, before that though, how are y'all been? How, what's what's going on with life? How we doing?
0: Doing good, man. Just been busy, like you said. Work work has been absolutely hectic. Raising a three year old is absolutely hectic. Dude, um, you know, just just doing life.
2: I bro, I've been good, kind of like what you said, just. Busy with work, but I mean, finally got through Super Bowl week, got through the NFL Combine. So now work's starting to slow down a little bit. So uh, that's nice. Maybe get a, a little bit of a break here over these next couple weeks. But I mean, I'm always, always down to hop on here with you guys.
1: No doubt. I mean, we've been, you know, texting, you know, we, we don't ever stop texting. It's always about something with the Titans or sports or something, NFL, NBA, whatever it is. Dude, it has been a crazy couple weeks, weeks uh, for not only the Titans, but the NFL, you know, as a whole with so many um different stories and clickbait and, click bait and God, I mean everything else in between of everything of of who's going here. Um it's been nuts. I mean to y'all, like what's been the craziest thing that stuck out to you guys over you know the last couple of weeks?
2: In all the sports? NFL. NFL <sighs> Anthony Richardson talk, honestly. Yeah, that bugs that's not that's not what I expected to hear over these last couple weeks. Now that we're talking about him going one overall. I mean that's the last thing I expected to hear over the last couple of weeks. I think it's got <laughs> some real validity
1: to it too. Like I think it could actually happen. Number one to yeah.
2: who?
1: That's 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 the question. Like it depends. You know the other talks been kind of the Bears, right? The Bears been. I mean, like they. It almost sounds to me like we'll get an answer about the number one pick being traded sooner rather than later, right? Like that's what it so sounds too. like, and kind of the vibe I've been getting. Um, Especially after the Rich Eisen, um, after he came back from the combine and kind of heard all his uh, rumors and and rumblings. Um, But yeah, like who is it? Is it the Colts? Is it the Texans that just move up one spot to get it? Like, I mean, it's kind of the whole. uh, Bears Bears are a win-win
2: spot right now, dude. They They really are massive draft capital or a nice pick at number one.
1: They really are. Um, It reminds me that the Texans moving up to one reminds me of what was it just a few years back. The Bears were at three, and they moved up to two with the Forty ers and got Trubisky. Like yeah. That's kind of what – like moving up one yeah. spot. To me, makes no sense. But maybe this year it makes the most sense because the Texans, if they're dead set on a, you know, if it's Bryce Young, whoever the, you know, whoever, especially it is. with
0: a division so, rival right behind them, like you don't, exactly. you don't want to get jumped by a division rival and lose the guy you want.
1: And and the way we know the league is, you know. It, it, Yes, the Texans or the Colts could, could move up to one, but like it could be somebody like, who is it, the Carolina sitting back there? Yeah. Um, Oakland. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's happening. Be, it could be us. The Titans. Like, you never know. It could, be, know. It could it be, be a it. team that you know makes total sense for the Bears to trade with in a good enough package where they will move up to one. So
0: I, d- I doubt um, it's I, going to be Oakland, Austin. Um,
1: can I say Oakland? I say yeah. Yeah,
0: you yeah, Yeah. I meant to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but I, right. I mean, I, to- I totally agree. I, th- I think there, I mean, there could be some significant movement at the top of the draft, knowing the Cardinals and and the Bears are both um, potentials to move out of their spots. Who know? I mean, who knows? We may be looking at a draft that has four quarterbacks going to the top five.
1: I think it's very possible. It would be wild. I mean, like Seattle. Like I, I know they just signed Geno, but. Gino had a hell of a year, but Detroit. do we think Gino can sustain? Detroit, like Atlanta, Tampa. I think Detroit runs it back another year with Jared Goff because they I sure as were a well, lot of fun to watch so, last year.
2: So, um,
0: Dan Campbell was. Uh, I watched an interview with him the other day where he talked about like Jared's our guy, but that doesn't mean that if there's not a young quarterback that we see as our future there, that we won't take him.
2: So, Every single coach is thinking that too. With the, has yeah. an older quarterback,
0: yeah. I mean, and they should be knowing what the competition looks like in the league right now. All yeah. young stud quarterbacks.
1: The more that I've I've thought about it, if the Titans were to move up, I just think moving up to three with Arizona makes the absolute most sense.
2: Well, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go up to three. Then if they're if they are okay with Bryce or CJ, then they'll get one of those at number three. So if if they're if, if the Titans are in a situation where they're like we can go with Bryce, we can go with CJ, we think it's about the same thing, then three I'm with you three makes the most logical sense. Unless they want one guy specifically, then True. you got go to go one.
1: And, and I if,
0: kind of I think I brought, go ahead, Chris. But what if somebody's already jumped up to one at that point? Then you're looking at the third best quarterback.
1: See that, and that's what I was saying. I, I don't think you make that move. I, you don't go from eleven to three before the draft. Like that's a draft night trade. That, that's going to happen during the draft. Um, yep. I don't think the Titans move up to three or move up. I us just use this as an example. Move up to three, unless one of those two guys are on the board. Like if if CJ if Bryce and CJ go one two, they're not going to move up to three. They're they're yeah. going to stay put or move back because like, the rumblings that we've heard are the Titans like CJ Straw the most of any
0: quarterback, as they should.
1: He's oh, my. That's a whole he's
0: conversation. He's my favorite. That's, a, favorite. Um, so we'll, get that that's we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into get that later. Better. I'll, I'll um, talk about that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, you're you're completely right. Like it, that even if somebody moves up to one next week or this week or whatever, no one's going to move up to three until the night of the draft. Yeah, because yeah. you, no. you got to know what's there. Um, unless there's a trade that includes like a player or something that that gets worked out, um, but yeah, you're completely right. One of the other
1: big you know topics right now is you know close to, close to home for us at least is that the news came out. I I guess it was it was yesterday, yesterday or Sunday, um, that the Titans were shopping Derek Henry, and I think we've all kind of. Come to terms. Even when John Robinson was here, like the end was near for Derek Henry, we just didn't know what you know what that kind of looked like. And especially when John's fired and Rand's hired, you're just kind of thinking like, okay, like something he's going to shake this entire roster up. Like the Titans will look a lot different in 2023 than they did 2022 in a good way because it couldn't get much worse, right? But who was safe and who wasn't? And so that report comes out of Derek Henry's being shopped. Because that was the word from the combine. Did y'all believe it? Do you think the Titans should trade Derrick Henry? Like, what 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 is your take on it?
2: I believe I that. Believe yeah, I, I believe absolutely it, believe it sure. too. But I don't. I don't want to do it. But I believe it. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead.
0: Um. Yeah, I I believe it. I'm. I definitely think they they're having conversations. Like, and I think. I think Rand wouldn't be doing his job if he wasn't having conversations. I don't know that it's like actively like, hey, I'm trying to trade Derek. Like, what will you give me? I think it's more like, hey, what do you think Derek's trade value would be? You know, that sort of thing. Um, And again, I don't think Rand would be doing his job if he wasn't having those conversations because this is not his roster. You know, these are players that he's inheriting uh, no matter what he thinks about Derek. And we know from what Rand has said, in interviews and stuff, that he knows he can find late round picks, especially at running back, like the Elijah Mitchell stuff and, and all of that. Like he knows he can find guys in the later rounds that can produce. So if you're gonna play if you're gonna pay someone at the most undervalued position in the league that much money, is that the smart way to build the roster? So again, I think he's talking to people. I don't know that it's active uh in that he's saying Give me an offer for Derek, but I definitely think there are conversations.
2: Oh, it makes you wonder, too, because the report came out this morning from Jonathan Jones uh, from CBS Sports. And for those who are listening, and I don't know what day you're listening on, but we're recording this March 7th. So that's when the report came out was from Jonathan Jones from CBS that he heard from his sources that the Titans were not shopping Derrick Henrys, But that makes me think that uh, well, conversations are definitely being had. But it makes me think of when the report comes out yesterday and the whole media scrum blows up. If somebody from the Titans reached out to, you know, say Jonathan Jones is their person and said, hey, we're not actively shopping Derrick Henry, but we are taking calls. So don't, if you can maybe make it sound like, hey, don't make it sound like we're trying to trade Derrick Henry, but also don't make it sound like he's 100% staying. That's what I got from the Jonathan Jones thing this morning. Because Jonathan Jones said, the Titans are not actively shopping, but he never said that they're not listening never said that they're not, you know, willing to discuss. So I think that's where we're at with the Titans right now, because I do think yeah. that politics are definitely being had. They just might not be doing it themselves. I
0: think it's definitely somewhere yeah, in the exactly. middle. And and also it's who they've talked to too, right? Like Silver could have talked to GM, A, B, and C, uh, who Rand has talked to, but then Jonathan Jones talked to GM's D, E, and F, who, John, who Rand didn't talk to. So – you know, it comes down to to where the interactions are actually happening, too, to know the truth. But yeah, it's somewhere in the middle, one hundred percent, Brett.
1: I I'm torn on it. Like, I I, I agree that the end is near for Derrick Henry um, with the Titans. Um, I I just think, like, if you trade Derrick now, you are in full rebuild. There is, there is no. You're gonna fight for the division. Most likely, you are gonna be second or third in the division next year. Um, if you
2: if you trade Derek, you're in a you're in a bigger rebuild than what the Nashville Predators are in right now.
1: Massive. I mean, Derek. Yeah. Derek puts you back two to three you know, years. Um, And I think I thought the same thing, like if the whole Jeffrey Simmons trade discussion, like trading AJ Brown, I'm going in a few different re- directions here. Trading AJ, I think, put the franchise back three years. If you trade Jeff, it's another three years. Like those are your two, those are kind of, we're, we're going to be two of your cornerstone franchise players. And you traded one. You cannot get rid of Jeff. I don't care if that, that takes the number one pick. That's my opinion. I don't think that can happen. I don't think Double trading rabbit.
0: Jeff, Devil's okay, advocate go ahead. here, uh, go ahead. not about Jeffrey Simmons. I agree wholeheartedly, but with Derrick Henry, is is that setting your franchise back? Like, I mean, when he was hurt, we saw we saw two running backs come in and have the exact same amount of production sure. that he yeah. had.
2: Two off point. the
0: street, off the street running backs. At that, um, you know. A, a, who knows who the running back would be if Derek's gone? But let's let's look at Hassan Haskins. Like he was productive in the limited snaps he got, and he only didn't get more snaps because they were giving them to Derek.
2: That's
0: um, a good point. I don't I don't know that trading Derek sets you back as much as it it impacts the the um, fan appeal of the team.
1: If that makes sure, sense, Sure, one hundred percent. But I think when you look at this roster, especially on that offense. You get rid of Derek, Chris. This is a this is a. It's one of the worst offenses in the AFC, not if not the NFL.
0: I mean, it with like, Derek, it is. <laughs> I mean, should,
2: yeah, but even but, I mean, but like, it's the it's the it factor that he brings.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's the one. He's going to draw eight man boxes and all that kind of stuff that that should benefit a quarterback and and didn't last year I mean, at it's all. Like, um, I mean,
2: we all we all saw the Cincinnati playoff game, man. Like sounds like that don't happen for every player that runs out of the tunnel, regardless if Derek was hurt or not, things like that don't, and they don't happen very often. So it's again, kind of like Austin said, it's one of those things, man, where you don't come by somebody like this very often. And the fact that, you know, the first two and a half years of his career, he was, I mean, downright honestly, just not very good. And then starting behind <clears throat> Dion Lewis before he finally got his role. I mean, you've you, so you've really only gotten three and a half, four years out of prime Derrick Henry, which has been amazing. And I think people are wanting more of that because, like we said, you don't get somebody like that all the time. So why not? I'm not, I'm not saying me personally, but a lot of people are saying, why not let him finish out those last few years when he's 31, 32, and just ride it out, be, just because of who he is. I I just, just don't. I, think I, it, I don't think his prime's done yet. I don't either. I don't. I really don't.
1: I think he because still has, um, I think, next year for sure, and then after that.
2: If he I, doesn't get, again, we've talked about this, but if he doesn't get hurt last season, the year, that, not this season, but the the previous season when he no, got hurt no. against Indianapolis, if he doesn't get hurt that season, he is going for 2,000 yards again, which is back-to-back seasons, and then he's going for his third straight rushing title. He almost won another one this year. So I don't think that his prime is gone yet because you can't tell me the way he's running at his age that Derek is not in contention for the rushing title this year. 2,000 yards, no. that's, I mean, you cannot predict that. That's probably a no anyways. But you can't sit there and tell me the way he's run these last five years that he's still not one of the top backs top, top back in the league. And the way the Titans play football, it hurts the offense, yes, but – Somebody like that just brings so much to the team that I, I'm with you, Austin. I think it'd be a, a major loss.
1: The Titans are a better football team with Derrick Henry, obviously, and I don't think right now with the way the roster's set up and especially the offense, I don't think you can afford to lose Derrick Henry just for a mid-round pick, a fourth-round pick. Like, what is that going to do for you? I think he he means agree he with this next year. Then a getting rid of him for his contract. Derek, thank you. You know, shake hands and go our separate ways. I, I don't think that that time is yet. I think you let him play out his contract, and then we have that conversation. Like, I, I don't think Derek's yeah. going to be back after his contract, but I think you don't get rid of him just
0: yet. I think it has to be a quality return, um, but also I I don't want, and you I think you know you and you and I have talked about this through text uh, numerous times, Austin. Like. I don't want this offense held back anymore. Uh, and I don't want to just depend on the run game. I want like a quality passing game. And I don't want them to feel that they can just rely on a hundred carries every three games for Derek Henry. You know what I mean? Um, and and if it takes trading Derek for them to like, <laughs> to get that and ha- have to build out a passing offense that works, then I'm fine with trading Derek. I don't want to trade Derek. I want Derek to retire a Titan. Uh, but I, I think, I think Ran is going to do what he feels is best for the team, and that may be moving on from Derek. Like Derek, at this
1: point, is, is somebody.
0: Not only is he like a,
1: um, I don't want to say this. Like he's on that, he's on the Mount Rushmore of Titans.
0: Yeah. Like he, I was he, about he, to I mean, say people, the same thing.
1: You can make the argument that again, you can make the argument he's the greatest Titan of all time. Yep. You could. Yeah, so you can
2: make the argument that he might I'll, already be in the hall of fame. You
0: with, I'll fight you with Steve air, though. <laughs> and again, it's an argument. Like <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, I was thinking about that earlier. I mean, he's one hundred percent on the on the on the Tennessee Titans Not Rushmore, and maybe the whole the the Houston the Tennessee franchises. Possibly. I know. I think he is. I mean, I think he's. He, if he's not, they're like. They're thinking about carving his face, like they're talking about it, even, even if he's not up there.
2: When's so? I mean, when's the when's the last time you had somebody who like true uh, like other than Steve? Because Steve was Steve was that guy that truly truly moved the needle for the like. Derek is the needle for the team. He's mm-hmm. the face. Like I mean, he is the needle. The Titans have never had somebody like that. Like they thought it maybe would be Derek Mason. He was good. Didn't quite get to what he was. Kevin Dyson, solid. Never all the way up there. You had Steve. You had Eddie when you first moved here. But since the Titans have become a staple of Nashville, you have never really had somebody that's like – like that. everybody talks about. They had that with AJ and Derek. They still have Derek. I mean, I mean CJ, I would a, say. Uh,
0: CJ's in that discussion.
2: That's see, discussion I do, I wouldn't
0: even
1: think, Chris. See, here's, here's what I'm – if I had to say Houston Titans, Mount Rushmore. Houston Titans. It's Bruce Matthews. It's Earl Campbell. It's Steve and it's Eddie. And I think once Derek, if and when he breaks the all-time rushing record for the Titans, uh, which he has like fifteen hundred yards to go, he could do it next. uh, Six seventeen hundred yards to go, he could do it next year. Then we have the discussion of uh, he's he's on the the rushing more. Yeah, again, I'm just on a what if out there. But he he ran for what thirteen hundred, and the three of us were blocking for him. Like it's it's very possible. (laughs) Yeah. Uh so that that's my I think that's my Mount Rushmore of Titans right now is Steve Eddie, Earl and Bruce.
2: So like what do you what do you do if I'm trying to think who's in front of the Titans with the draft order? But like what if what if say obviously you probably won't get a first for Derek, obviously, but what if Chicago was like, Hey man, if you want that first pick, give us Derek and like your first rounder for next year. I mean, is that is that probably a must? Like Say it again. It it would be very hard to, to get Derek for an extremely high pick like this. But it, like if Chicago says, Hey man, like we think we're 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 looking good, give us Derek and your first rounder for twenty twenty four, and we'll give you that number one overall pick this year. I mean, do you, I mean you would you have to do that?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say yes. right? without a, without a thought. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta do that.
2: So then like, you I'm, and then
0: you disconnect your phone line so they can't call you back.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I know, that's probably a stupid question, but like I mean, we've never really you, had somebody like to trade, trade. And
1: then it. you trade Tannehill's non-guaranteed contract, and you draft Bryce Young, and then you win multiple Super Bowls. We're <laughs>
0: <a> partying <laughs> in downtown, and life is great. I think, uh, I, I think I would trade a second. I would trade a second for a second round pick.
1: Yeah, I would too. Yeah.
0: I mean, what what was McCaffrey? McCaffrey was a 2, 3, and 4, right? I uh, a 2, three, 5. You might be right. Yeah. I mean, if you could get like a second and a fourth or fifth, I think that's that's money. I think that's, so too. You go to the bank. Because
1: yeah. you sent us an a, a article today from CBS Sports, and it was Derek to the Dolphins just for just a third. Yeah. And, and personally, I don't think you should make that trade. I think I think Derek's worth <laughs> more than a third round pick.
0: Tying. Personally, the the Dolphins would have to think they were all in to make that trade too, though, right? Like,
1: I just don't see why Derek Cooney fits in that offense. Yeah, I don't at that. all. You get two of the fastest wide receivers in the where game. Does, in where does Derek fit? Well, I said it to you. I think I texted y'all.
2: I, I mean, teams that
0: <sighs>
2: Buffalo.
1: I don't think so.
2: You don't think so? San,
0: San Diego, if they wanted a true running field. Uh,
1: just like Oakland. Oakland, San Diego, yeah. one of those
0: old AFC <laughs> West battles, huh? Oh, shit. I did that. To- <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> um, go. What year are we living in? Um, I know, right? Brett's next. He's going to say like Chargers. So the Chargers. Yeah. What about them? I mean, they have Eckler, but we know he's primarily – I'm just thinking of teams that – Like Detroit? De- or- Atlanta? With our- yeah, I feel like it has to be a team that thinks they're close, though. I mean, I feel like Buffalo makes the most sense out of out of everybody. I think San Diego, or <laughs> LA, could make <laughs> sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't know where. I don't know. I'd be fun in that backfield with Justin Fields, but oh no, you know, he's not about again, They
2: got. You. Chicago would
0: be Chicago would be. A, I would Chicago's like
2: that. I think Chicago Detroit are nice. Are would be nice fits, but obviously the, you're not going to trade with Detroit. The
0: Jets, if they get Rodgers with Brees Hall coming off off the injury,
2: I'd much rather see Derek go to the NFC. But I could see the Jets.
0: I don't know. It'd be interesting. Derek would look, Derek would look gross in Jets green. Baltimore. I don't like it. Not uh,
2: get, Lamar, get Lamar in
0: return not yeah let's just go straight up <laughs> Lamar for Derek Lamar
2: Lamar for Derek well let's 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 go into that let's, talk, let's start that
1: discussion um because I think I think we 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 haven't truly talked about this but I think we may have three different ideas for the Titans 2023 quarterback um I know my feeling <laughs> on it I know who I want, but I want to let one of you talk about it first. Brett, I don't think I know at all kind of your feelings on it.
2: Uh, Low-key, dude, I've been on the if Tannehill stays, I'm okay. Like, uh-huh. I don't – trading up would be nice, yes. So, like, I'm like – so I've I've been mixed on the last couple of days because I've been okay with Tannehill because I think that Tannehill can still get us to the playoffs. Um, I still think that he is hated. Now I'm not saying that he's great, but I do think he's overhated for for what he can bring if he gets back to to what we know that he can do at least. So I'm I've been in the boat of of I'm okay if, if the Titans run back with Tannehill, and then draft next year, or if you if you draft somebody at 11 this year, this is Tannehill's last year, or, or maybe you just want to see maybe they think Malik is good. So obviously probably not, but I, I I've been on the boat that I'm okay with Tannehill next year, but but over the last couple of days my mind has shifted a little bit to the point of if you trade Derek, then you absolutely you go ahead and trade Brian Tannehill because there's no point in him being a Titan if you get rid of Derrick Henry. Like whatsoever. So it it really it's a situational thing for me. So I'm okay with Tannehill. If Derek is gone, no reason for Tannehill to be here. But if the Titans do trade up to draft the quarterback, <laughs> then I mean obviously I'm okay with that too. But I don't necessarily think you like have to do that for this season.
0: Yeah. Um <clears throat> I'm pretty much in the boat of I'm ready to move on from Tannehill no matter what. Um, not because I dislike Ryan Tannehill. Uh I'm just ready to I see the league, right? And yep. n- no one's winning with a with no one's no one's making it to the playoffs with uh, an elderly quarterback at this point. Like the whole league is built around young quarterbacks and I'm ready to find ours. Um CJ Shroud is the guy that I would like to have in the draft. Um I, I love Bryce Young too. I mean, I'd be happy with him. Uh his size scares me. Um but at the same time, if this is a team looking to rebuild, um, do a quick rebuild. I, th- I don't think Rand's looking to do a three-year rebuild. I think he would want to get pieces in place f- for, you know, a year or two down the road. Um, <clears throat> if you're going to trade some pieces, try to build your draft capital. Try to get one of the big quarterbacks in 2024. Let Malik run it for a year. I mean, it is what it is if you're in that mode anyway. Like, if, if Malik is terrible, then you get a good draft pick. If he's good, then maybe you don't have to use a draft pick on a quarterback. You know, it comes down to that. <clears throat> Option one, though, for me is get get one of the young guys this year. Yeah, Josh Stroud.
1: completely with you.
0: Um,
1: I – you started that off great, Chris, by saying it's nothing against Ryan. Ryan's been – Amazing! I will. I think in all of the Titans quarterbacks we've had over the years, Ryan's been one of my favorites. Truly, um, I don't know if that because of the run he had in 2019, but he's just he's been fun to watch both with his arm and with his legs. Uh, he's just been a hell of a guy and you know consistent. So, um, but I'm with you. It is time to move on at quarterback because you look around the league. I see the league and there's in the conference there's a guy named Mahomes Burrow. Allen, Herbert, there's still a guy named Jackson. Um, and you, know, you, you, can, you can, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, like you could throw some guys in there too. And now you look at this draft, and your two division rivals have two of the top four picks. It is almost guaranteed they're going to take two quarterbacks. So then you now have two more young quarterbacks, not in your conference, but in your division. And two I'm gonna say one of those guys is gonna turn out to be promising. I don't know which one. It could be two, and it depends who they take. Um so the Titans have to find their guy. And it has to be this year because this is a draft that has what do we, we Chris there's, there's five quarterbacks, four quarterbacks that could be taking the top five picks. Um there's two that I want nothing to do with, and there's two that I will be all in for, and that's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. To me, this is my opinion, I think Bryce Young's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. I think he's the closest thing to Mahomes. I've heard that about Caleb Williams.
0: I think Bryce has Anthony that. Anthony Richards Richardson said it about himself.
1: Yeah, dude, <laughs> no, no shot. Um, But Bryce has that it factor, and I think C.J. Stroud is incredible, too. I would be just as happy with him um, but I think Bryce is more of a sure thing than, than CJ Stroud. So I have argued with so many people on Twitter, Facebook about this. The Titans cannot trade this many picks to get the num- to get you know to get the quarterback. Why can't they? And why shouldn't they? You're cool with Ryan Tannehill again to run it back for another year and finish you know win seven, eight, nine games. Cool. I'm not. I'm ready to move on, move forward, and find the franchise quarterback that's going to compete with all those guys I named. So I'm with you, Chris.
0: Can I vent on that for a minute? One of the dumbest things I keep seeing on social media is you have to use the the 11th pick on an offensive tackle. Okay. No, you don't, first of all. But second, like those people seem to forget that there's six other rounds and free agency. Like there are many ways to build a roster outside of the first round pick. Um, And obviously we've seen it time and time again. The first round pick isn't a guarantee, you know? Um, So when it comes down to it, like, yes, I'm with you, Austin. Like do whatever it takes. If you think he's the guy,
1: whatever it takes. Like I, I I'm cool with sacrificing two to three first round picks If that player is going to be here for the next ten years, like I'm, I'm, I, that's fine with me. I'm cool with that. Um, because at that point you didn't have to trust your GM to make moves and and draft and and sign and develop. Like, I think you got the head coach to do that. Now it's the GM now to work hand in hand with Vrabel and go find those players. So. Now we kind of just sit and wait and see. There's rumors. There's been talk here and there uh, that, that the Titans have been a team that's, you know, calling to trade up. They like CJ Stroud. Now we just got to kind of watch.
2: Say, so say, say the Titans aren't able to, like, say they try, they're not able to move up. And, or it just doesn't work out. I mean, would, I, I, I don't know how I feel because I just not thought about this question. But would you guys be comfortable with, like, a Hendon Hooker in the third round if he's there? Because then because I see I don't know how I feel about that, because then you're looking at back to back years, Malik third round and then third round and then you can't build your future that way. So, like, if it's not one of the guys at the top and you're not able to move up, then obviously, I mean, a lot of people don't want Will Levis unless you're Mel Kuyper Jr. So what do you I mean, what do you do in that situation if you're still sitting there and you don't want to take another flyer on a late round QB?
0: I think you do exactly what I said earlier, and you start building all the pieces around a quarterback. Like you get you get tackles and and guards and wide receivers wide end, and tight ends. Tight end, yeah. You build the pieces, and then if you have to run it back a year with Tannehill or run it run it a year with Malik, and then get the guy next year. But this year or next year, they have to find the guy, the quarterback of the future. Absolutely. I really think.
1: And I, I'm more certain on this year's guys than next year. Like I think, I think, uh, I, I do think Caleb and Drake have have unreal potential. Um, but what if they both just suck next year?
0: Yeah, we've seen it happen. What if
1: What if remember, they just both have years and and now you
0: banking- Remember the Sam Bradford draft when everyone was talking about how Jake Locker. Was gonna if he came out, he might be the number one pick instead of Bradford. And then look what happened the next year when he didn't come out. Like, you never know what what that next season is gonna look like in college.
1: I don't know, man. Something something feels different about right now. Like the, the Titans have, can go in so many different directions, but I think I think keeping Derek, I think signing Jeff. And then you go and get a future franchise quarterback. The fan base is locked back in. There's a there's a sign of appeal to the Titans again, Um, because you can make the argument people are kind of starting to to get weary, fade away. Like it's, you know, you guys are traded your best player, arguably an AJ Brown, uh, number one seed, and lost. Like you just lost to your, you know choked away a seven-game lead in the division like this
2: so if what's, if what's going titans, on if the titans weren't like say hypothetically they don't go qb this year and you look at the drafts in the next year right now the top 10 pro- prospects are i mean it's sam Heward from washington kyle mccord ohio state cameron ward washington state spencer rattler south carolina michael pratt Tulane, quinn ewers texas Jaden daniels Shador sanders drake may caleb Williams. It doesn't look as good. Yeah, horns up for Chris. But uh to me that's not as strong. So I mean like 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 I said before, I don't mind running it back to Tannehill. I also don't mind trading up. I just want what's best for the team for this season. But I mean, if you're gonna do it, I almost feel like you'd rather do it this year because this class seems like now obviously we don't know yet, but this class seems like it would have more big time potential than just two guys out of the next class.
0: I agree. Yeah. So you just talked about re-signing Simmons, and I'm fully on board with that. Whole wholeheartedly agree you re-sign Jeffrey Simmons. But I I do want to bring this thought up. Like, we keep seeing, like, you know, for the number one overall pick, like Simmons would have to be included to get up there, plus a couple first round picks or whatever it is. But my question is, like, if you're the Bears and Things have changed in the last few days because of this. But if you were dead set on Jalen Carter with the number one overall pick, if you keep it, and someone's offering you a guy that's four years older, is a proven commodity, and maybe the best at his position outside of Aaron Donald, would would you not trade a high draft pick for him? Like, I mean, if you're going to give up the number one overall pick for Jalen Carter, why not give up the number one overall pick for Jeffrey Simmons?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but <laughs> at that time, I'm being a like what because I feel like that narrative is different then. like if you're gonna trade, it wouldn't be so much the Titans trading for the number one pick as it would be the Bears trading for Jeffrey Simmons. Like I don't I think, think the to the, the, a pick. the trade wouldn't be have to be as massive for the Titans to you know like trade picks away if it'd be a win win for both sides. Yeah, um, I, I I don't I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know if Janet Carter was ever the number one pick, though.
0: You think First Will point. Anderson?
1: I think it was always a quarterback.
0: Um. So the other question to the part B of that question is: If you put Jeffrey Simmons on the trade block right now, what do you think you're getting for him?
2: A first and a third, probably first and a fourth, maybe.
0: Somewhere around there. That's what Bradley Chubb got, pretty much.
2: I think you would be at least
0: that. I think Simmons is better than that.
2: Yeah, he is. You would get at least that.
1: Yeah, I think you start there, Brad. I think a first and a third, yes, but then what? Is it a fourth, a first, third, and a fourth? A first, third, and a fifth?
2: I don't think you you get two firsts
1: for Jeffrey Simmons.
2: If you throw in – so, like, say it's first, third, and a fifth. If you're getting a third draft pick in return, I feel like it almost have to be, like, a swap. Like, you would get first, third, and then you would, like, swap the fifth with somebody else. Because I don't know if anybody's going to give up three picks, including two in the first two rounds, and not get something else to go along with Jeffrey. Like, I feel like if somebody goes first, third, and fifth for Jeffrey – the Titans are going to have to give up, like, a, a Jeffrey in a sixth or swap in the fifth or swap in the third or something like that.
0: I think he could get a first and a second was kind of where my mind was at. I think he's he's that level of player that – I think that the average fan may not know who Jeffrey Simmons is, but the average sure. GM yeah. does. Oh, 100%. I agree. Absolutely. I just wanted hey, to pose this question.
1: I'm gonna throw a scenario at you. Titans do trade Derek Henry. And they're sitting at eleven and B. John Robinson sit on the
0: board. Yeah. You draft him without a doubt. Generational talent. <laughs> I don't disagree. I thought about the I mean, the a, here, Here's the, you know what he is that Derek's not? He can catch three down back. Yep. <clears throat> B, okay. B- I, I think chance, is, B- is B- John's up there and best first? he's he's one of the best college football players I've watched in a very long time.
2: Is there any he's, chance he falls out of great.
0: first? You think no. No? No, I, I don't zero chance. I don't I don't, think, I don't think, so. think he I don't think he falls out of the top fifteen.
1: I'm kinda still shocked Derek Henry fell in the first round.
0: Not the guy that was no, in the league th- the first two years.
1: But what you I just saying? think. I uh, guess. I guess. I guess. I just hold Heisman winners to a higher standard. Like I just think, if you have a Heisman trophy next to your name, like you, you're a first round pick. In my I mean, opinion,
0: you're like, pretty much a. I mean, the success rate of Heisman players, I I feel like is pretty high. Right, yeah. recently at least. Maybe maybe not the quarterbacks as much as like the the other positional players. Um.
1: So speaking of trade targets, Chris, I know you wanted to bring up um, any trade potential targets, maybe free agent signings that you, you know, kind of as these weeks that, you know, have passed, there's been reports and rumors of of, of of this team is expected to release so-and-so, or, you know, this team expected to trade uh, this player because he's unhappy or cap casualty, whatever the case may be. Who are some of those guys that you've seen that you would like the Titans to get?
0: It's a good question. I'm going to go a free agent first. Um you know, a guy I think would be interesting uh, from the perspective of what Vrabel has talked about needing on offense, and that speed would be Mikko Hardman. That's what I was going to uh, say first. I, I really I, – I mean, I think he would bring a really needed dimension to the offense. Um, and I think – man, I, I think it would be fun to watch him and Traylon opposite each other. Um I think that's that's the guy first and foremost I think could really make an impact here. Um and then you know outside of him I think uh I think you're probably looking for for depth pieces on most on most of the defensive side, right? Um but you really need a linebacker. Like I mean, you're you're you've already cut Cunningham, David Long's a free agent. Um I I don't know who that is, uh, but I think there's going to be a, a huge need at linebacker there. Brett,
2: somebody that would be interested in going after man, uh, I really I I'm very intrigued by Mike McGlinchey out of out of San Francisco. I know he's the right tackle there. He's got some experience at left tackle. If you don't want to move him over. Maybe you work with NPF a little bit. Or maybe he just straight up, straight up beats NPF because NPF had a nice start at right tackle, didn't quite finish very well, honestly, at right tackle. So very maybe you that can take over that spot away from NPF. Or if you, if you're, if say NPF has a solid off season, and you like where he's at, you can move Mike to left and see where he sits there. But they're obviously they're going to know what they want to do with that if they sign him and before mm-hmm. they sign him. But that would be one guy at the top of my list because that's a veteran guy. Yeah. What, is what they need on the offensive line, especially if Ben Jones decides to retire. Then you have no veteran presence on the offensive line, especially if Nate Davis walks as well. So you bring in somebody like that who's been around the league, been around a winning culture in San Francisco, knows what Rand Carthon likes to do, I think it could help the offensive line at least settle down just a little bit.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot too. Um, a guy that I think is n- it's not going to happen. But the talk of it a few weeks back made it very interesting, Jalen Ramsey.
0: Yeah. Yes, please. And I yep.
1: don't think his price will be as expensive as it was when he left Jacksonville. Um, no. I don't know what it would take to get Jalen um, a third round pick, a third, uh, like I don't, I don't think it's going to take saw a, ton. a report
0: today that they want a first, and I just don't think that that's going nice. to happen. Nine. Zero. No chance. Chance.
1: I'm, out. I'm out on that. Then I, yeah. I don't
0: think it needs to take
1: that much to get Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Um, but that would be a player. I think cornerback is, is is a is a bigger need than we think it is for the Titans.
2: Yeah, dude. Because there's there's no guarantee Christian Fulton is here after this year. Well, that's that, what, that's right. what
0: I was going to say. Would you trade Fulton straight up for Ramsey? Yes. Yeah, uh, I Ramsey's- think I would too. In a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, but right, the Rams would no. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, he's a, I
0: think, you you got go a ahead. young guy that's still got a year on a on a young contract. I mean, if they're if they're doing it for cap reasons, uh,
1: and I think you have to address the O line and free agency. And I think these two players are going to expect a lot more money than what the Titans can pay. But a Jawan Taylor or a Orlando Brown Jr. Um, I mean, left tackle is going to be a massive. I mean you got you got to figure that out. I don't know who that player is going to be, but it cannot be anybody from within. Um so Those what two about, What door.
2: about Donovan so, Smith?
1: Donovan Smith, I don't think his price will be as, as high as um Taylor or uh Orlando Brown.
0: It's another one. I mean, dude, another better McGarry impression. McGarry from the Falcons.
2: Like I mean it it now, this, this won't happen, but, it, like, or, I mean, never say never, but if you were to bring in a Donovan Smith and, like, a Mike McGlinchey, then, I mean, shoot, you don't have to draft offensive line until the third round if you don't want to because then you're outside your set, and then, like Chris said, then you can really start building around the quarterback position from there. But I, one of those two I'm happy with because it brings a veteran presence from, with somebody who knows what it's like to be a winning locker room onto an extremely young and inexperienced offensive line.
1: Justin Britt, Texans are going to cut him. There's a center.
2: Last center came from the Texans for the Titans, so just saying. yeah. You think if Ben Jones is going to retire, though, he would have done it by this point. Um,
1: I don't no. Know.
0: So did so did y'all did y'all hear the clip of or see the clip of Taylor like facetiming with Ben? Uh, so, on, so on on busing, uh, the episode where Taylor talks about getting cut and stuff, um, he ends up FaceTiming Ben Jones. Like Ben, I think, tries to FaceTime him, and he calls him back or something. And Taylor makes some kind of remark at the beginning of it, like, did you break your shoulder? And I don't know like what the context of that was, but is there an injury that's stopping them from cutting him right now that they're waiting to, to get sorted out?
2: It's a good question. Because, I mean, he was, way, he was way more hurt last year than than, it, than he made it seem like. Because, I mean, she was in tears – I don't remember which game it was, but he was in tears after that one home game when Rabel met him in the locker room and said, you know, that was like the best thing that I've ever seen on the football field was seeing Ben play through those injuries. So, I mean, that, that could be another possibility. And, I mean, too, you're talking about an, an older guy who's at center who's coming off of two concussions after having never missed a game since high school. So, I mean, there's – I mean, that's going to start racking up more and more of a time the older that he gets.
0: Brabel said he's uh still gonna fill the run game analyst uh role that uh Steckle left, so why not let's just hire Ben Jones for that role.
2: I'm down I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm down. I like it. Hamer hey, DeMarco Murray.
1: We talked about that before too. That'd be a hell of a get.
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. It'd
1: be a lot of fun. Um yeah, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, we'll have some more podcasts between now and the draft. Um, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll try to be more, better about this. Um, but there's a lot to talk about, some prospects. We always enjoy talking about – we haven't even discussed that at all um, about kind of our, some of our favorite pro- prospects in the draft and who we'd like to see the Titans get outside of the quarterbacks like we just talked about. Um, so we'll bring that up. But, Chris, I think it's time.
0: It's time for – Name That Titan, presented by Spencer Montgomery, realtor and auctioneer.
1: Shout out, Spencer. Um, All right. Y'all haven't forgot how to play this game. I I remember. You haven't forgot how to play it. I I need to pull the record uh, book up. 2023, you know, one of my my goals for 2023 was make sure these dudes never beat me at this game. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my goals. Uh, so we'll see if I can start off 2023 on a good note.
0: All right, so I've won four. Brett's won four. You've gotten us awesome. six times total.
1: Oh, six? I thought I was less than that.
0: Wow. No. So okay. we're beating you collectively eight to six right now.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep.
0: All right, y'all ready? Yep.
1: Let's do it. This player played college football – at the University of Michigan, and he was a first round pick in 2001. Hmm. Michigan, and in 2001, he was drafted in the first
2: round. No guesses. Michigan
0: 2001. So Keith Bullet would have been 2,000, right?
2: Keith and Keith played Syracuse, too. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But I never said he was never drafted by the Titans. That, oh, okay. I wasn't gonna oh.
2: ask that, but that was my that was my guess.
1: He, he, this player was not drafted by the Titans. Okay.
0: No guess. No guess.
1: All right. Um he is a five time first team All Pro.
2: Holy cow.
1: Five time. So no Ain't no slouch.
0: Oh man. Steve Hutchison.
2: Oh, good guess. I'm
0: trying oh, to think of like, trying to think of like extremely good guys that we had like later in their career.
2: Uh, I'm going to, mm, no, he wasn't a first round pick. Because a kicker wouldn't go first round. Kevin Wai didn't go to Michigan. I oh, don't know. Kevin why
1: Steve Hutchinson is correct.
2: Oh, yes. wow, Chris. Damn. Wow. Well Dang I can kind of see. Mm, well done.
0: Good guess. That was really good. Dude, that, yeah,
2: dude,
0: that, one, that one probably hypes me up more than the others, to be honest. <laughs> I was in high school when, when Steve was
1: I, I remember when he was signed, and I, I got the update on my phone. I was like, oh my god, yo, yo, the time you got Steve Hutchinson, like it's a big deal. Like, dude it seems like it'll be a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um,
2: what were your other what were gonna be your other clues?
1: Um he was the NFL 2000s all decade team, he played for three different teams. Um, that was really
0: it.
2: <laughs> well done, Chris. Well, done. appreciate it.
0: Seven which time. One impress- pro Bowl which one impresses you more, that or Vinny Fuller? <laughs> oh, pro. Um, that so Vinny Chris- Fuller. That one may have been Hutchinson. May have been faster than Vinny Fuller.
1: I would say I think Hutchinson, just because you didn't get a whole lot
0: of guesses for that. Yeah, Chris, you a
2: lot have the uh, list of the ones we won. Do you have which players we guessed to get it correct or no?
0: Yeah. Hmm. So I got Andre Wolfholt, Ben Troop, Leon Washington, Vinnie Fuller, and Steve Hutchison. You got Zach Brown, Richard Matthews, Chris Brown, and Algie Crumpler.
2: Ooh, nice. Which one says he stumped us on? Do you know or no?
0: Cameron Wembley, Akeem Ayers, Robert Smith, St. Derek Marks, Dexter McCluster, which I'm still pissed off. I missed that one, and Cody Sensabaugh.
2: So Ooh. I'm gonna talk
1: defense, defense, and one, one off the player. So I gotta go defense. That's where I stump you guys the most. Yeah,
2: I hope we get it on the first one next time. Then,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hit y'all with like a Bleedy Ray Wilson. You guys won't even know what to say
2: Parish Cox.
1: Yeah, somebody just random them. You're like, yeah, I would have never guessed it.
2: <laughs>
1: um. All right, well, that was a good uh, – that was a fun little podcast. Um, Always is. We will – a few years back, we did the whole mock draft. I think we might want to do that again. I think it would be fun. I'm down. To mock yeah. I'm, I'm down. still waiting on the draft network to do their – I mean, I have waited so long for them to update their their simulator –
0: yeah, it's uh, like in drafting. the testing phase or something right now, right?
1: It has been that way for, I mean, months. Like, yeah. you would think right now is the time where it should be live for everybody, and it's still yeah. in their you know, betting phase or whatnot. I, it blows my mind. That's Matt Miller, right? Yeah, do better draft network. Uh, it used to be.
2: I was going to say, he's anymore. on ESPN now.
1: Yeah, he's not there anymore, I don't think.
2: Uh, he's been killing it. I don't know if y'all have seen it. He's been killing it on NFL Live. But we can get on Melo's
1: ass for this because Melo works for them now, and Melo should be the one fixing yeah. these problems.
0: Yes. Friend of the show. Go hit up Justin M underscore NFL. Is that right? On Twitter. and it's it's on them to get, to get it together. Justin M underscore NFL. Come on.
1: Yeah, we'll do the whole mock draft thing on the next podcast and talk about our favorite pro- prospects. Is it, yeah. I, I haven't had a ton of time to kind of dive in like I have before, um, but I, there's still a, you know, a dozen or two that I, I'm, I'm very familiar with that I would like to see the Titans draft. Um, one would be Zay Flowers or Josh Downs. Josh Downs, um, man. I don't know. Josh Downs would be fun. I, I would even yeah. love Cedric Tillman. Oh, yeah. um, Cedric for
2: sure. Cedric, Cedric would be you fun. Guys, Cedric is almost trailing esque So if you get two guys like that, then it's really nice.
1: But you can, get, you can get Cedric in the third round, too. Yes. That's what's going yes. about him.
2: Real quick, I know we're going to talk about it later. In my mind, that's going to be – whoever gets Cedric is going to be a steal because, obviously, I follow Tennessee football extremely close. J, like Jalen Hyatt, yes, unbelievable number one receiver last year. He wasn't supposed to be the number one receiver. That's the thing. That is That was Cedric's offense on the outside. Cedric was the go-getter. He was the guy until he pulled his hamstring and got hurt. Like, I don't know if you remember – Week two against Pittsburgh when Tennessee like really started to hit on that streak, Cedric's the reason they won that football game. Him and Hinton had something that just matched well. So whoever gets Cedric is going to get a steal just because the injury put him back later in the draft that he's going to look really, really nice in the NFL.
1: I do like Jalen Hyde a lot, but I, I don't think he was the best receiver in college football last year. I just think based off his stats, you had to give it to him. The, Al- okay. the Alabama game straight up won him the award.
0: 15 touchdowns a
1: receiver, yeah. that's kind of unheard of in college football. It
0: doesn't happen a ton. Yeah. Another guy at wide receiver, I'm sorry, this sparks conversation here. I, a guy that I'm liking that I think is going to be moving up draft charts is Jonathan Mingo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a sleeper. He's another old Miss guy. You know those old Miss wide receivers. But Mingo Mingo looks like he could be something.
1: I like that too. Yeah, all right. We'll t- we'll save for the next podcast. I want to kind of dive into all that with you guys, because uh, I think the offensive line prospects are the kind of the group we need to focus on the most. Because uh, I think the Titans could be drafting one, if not two. Um, so if not three, all right. Yeah, maybe even more than one. Who knows? The entire draft is prospects. You just draft. You just left left tackle to right tackle. You just go down the entire line. <laughs> you
2: hit on one of them. Yeah,
1: you got one of them's got to hit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for Brett Bachelor for Chris Carter, my name is Austin Nelson We appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, as always. Get us on Twitter, at Second to Victory. As always, tighten up. Tighten up.
0: up.